Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. Hey church, so good to be with you again today. I feel like I say that every time, but it really, really is. And I'm excited to be continuing on in Mark and we're up to chapter 7 today. And in chapter 7, I suppose some of the big things that we see is the conflict between um, the Jewish traditions and Jesus' new version, I suppose, um, you know, talking about uh, the food that goes in and purity. And and in this chapter, we also see some healings and some interactions, of course, that Jesus is having with different people in and around the community. So as you read this, again, be challenged, be encouraged and Give space for the Holy Spirit to um, talk to you. Mark chapter 7, Jesus breaks religious traditions. One day, those known as the Pharisees and certain religious scholars came from Jerusalem and gathered around Jesus. They were shocked to find that some of Jesus' disciples ate the bread without first observing the prescribed Jewish rule of hand washing before eating their meal. For the Pharisees, like all other Jews, will not eat without first performing the ritual of pouring water over their cupped hands to keep the tradition of the elders. Simply, when returning from the marketplace, they ceremonially wash themselves before eating. They also observe many other traditions, such as ceremonially washing cups, pitchers and kettles. So the Pharisees and the religious scholars asked Jesus, Why don't your disciples live according to the age-old traditions passed down by our elders? They should first ceremonially wash their hands before eating. Jesus replied, You frauds and hypocrites! How accurately did Isaiah prophesy about you phonies when he said, These people honour me with their words while their hearts run away from me. Their worship is nothing more than a charade, for they continue to insist that their man-made traditions are equal to the instruction of God. You abandon God's commands just to keep men's rituals, such as ceremonially washing utensils, cups, and other things. Then he added, How skillful you've become in rejecting God's law in order to maintain your man-made set of rules. For example, Moses taught us, Honor your father and mother, and whoever insults or mistreats his father and mother must be put to death. But your man-made rules allow a person to say to his parents, I've decided to take the support you are counting on from me to make it my holy offering to God, and that will be your blessing instead. How convenient. The rule you teach exempts him from providing for his aged parents. Do you really think that God will honor your traditions passed down to others, making up rules that nullify God's word? And you're doing many other things like that. Jesus explains what truly defiles. Then Jesus called the crowd together again, saying, Hear my words, all of you, and take them to heart. What truly contaminates a person is not what he puts in his body, but what comes out. That's what makes a person defiled. When Jesus went back home and away from the crowds, his disciples acknowledged that they didn't understand the meaning of this parable, and they asked him to explain it, and he answered them, Are you as dull as the rest? Do you understand that you are not defiled by what you eat? For the food you swallow doesn't enter your heart, but goes into your stomach, only to pass out into the sewer. 
This means all foods are clean. He added, words and deeds pollute a person, not food. Evil originates from inside a person. Coming out of a human heart are evil schemes, sexual immoralities, theft, murder, adultery, greed, wickedness, treachery, debauchery, jealousy, slander, arrogance and recklessness. All these corrupt things emerge from within and constantly pollute a person. Jesus and a foreign woman. Jesus set out from there to go into a non-Jewish region of Tyre. He intended to slip into a house unnoticed, but people found out that he was there. But when a woman whose daughter had a demon spirit heard that he was there, she came and threw herself down at his feet. She was not a Jew, but a foreigner born in a part of Syria known as Phoenicia. She begged him repeatedly to cast the demon out of her daughter. Finally, he said to her, First, let my children be fed and satisfied, for it isn't fair to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. She answered, How true that is, Lord, but even puppies under their family table are allowed to eat the little children's crumbs. Then Jesus said to her, That's a good reply. Now because you said this, you may go. The demon has permanently left your daughter. And when she returned home, she found her daughter resting quietly on the couch, completely set free from the demon. Jesus heals a deaf man. After this, Jesus left the coastland of Tyre and came through Sidon on his way to Lake Galilee and over into the regions of Syria. Some people brought to him a deaf man with a severe speech impediment. They pleaded with Jesus to place his hands on him and heal him. So Jesus led him away from the crowd to a private spot. Then he stuck his fingers into the man's ears and placed some of his saliva on the man's tongue. Then he gazed into heaven, sighed deeply, and spoke to the man's ears and tongue. Ephatha, which is Arabic for open up now. At once the man's ears opened and he could hear perfectly and his tongue was united and it began to speak normally. Jesus ordered everyone to keep this miracle a secret, but the more he told them not to, the more the news spread. The people were absolutely beside themselves and astonished beyond measure, and they began to declare, everything he does is wonderful. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. Well, again, church, some amazing scripture. I mean, Let's be honest, all scripture is amazing. Some is a little bit strange and weird, but it's still amazing. Jesus breaks down some of these traditional things that are man-made to suit them. And basically he challenges these people, these Pharisees, these religious leaders, and says, why, why are you doing this? Is it, is it for God's purpose? Is it for God's honor? Or is it for your own good? I mean, what a question for us. What are the things that we do in the name of Jesus that are just made up so that our lives are easier or so that it works for us. Anyway, it's a challenge and I encourage you to go away and, and ask the Holy Spirit what it is that he wants you to do, feel or see today as you live your life. How about we pray? Thank you, Jesus, that just like these people, you love us so dearly and you want to bring sight to our eyes and sound to our ears. Let us be open to see and hear all the things that you have for us today. Amen. 
Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Don't miss future episodes. Click follow to subscribe and share with a friend. Have a great day. Thank you.